What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Right, this week's news of Entain and the TAB's partnership has uh, been a cause for a lot of positive reaction and hope for the racing industry participants, administrators and fans, but for the greyhound racing industry, it has not been such a happy time. Uh, alongside the Entain announcement, uh, Minister for Racing Kieran McInulty put the greyhound industry on notice and this was him on our show yesterday. How thin is the ice for the greyhound industry as a whole? Uh, it's about as thin as you get, if I'm honest with you. I mean, they've had every chance under the sun to be able to demonstrate, one, that they recognise the changes required, and two, that they've changed. They have made a lot of improvement, there's no doubt about that, uh, and their, their fate isn't sealed. But they do need to respond to that report very clearly and outline what it is that they plan to do to improve the safety of dogs. If greyhounds, through the questions that they are facing, start to undermine the other two codes, that's an industry-wide issue that they need to address as well. Right, those comments came following the release of a report by the Racing Integrity Board where the status of 15 focus areas the industry had been tasked to look at were deemed five good, five adequate and five slow. Uh, admittedly, this report was from December and Greyhound Racing New Zealand are adamant change is happening. Well, Dave Fay, he's uh, one of our most accomplished greyhound trainers and breeders. He's been good enough to chat to us this morning. Uh, he's even on his way to the trial, so we are appreciative of your time today, Dave. Um, concerning news, I would uh, when you uh, reflect on those comments uh, from Kieran McAnulty. Yeah, it was um, yeah, pretty gutting, all right. Um, yeah, there's a lot of amazing young people in our sport, and I was worried about the uncertainty for them. Well, the, you got the message. Yeah, the, yeah, I was just yeah, I was just going to say you got the message. So, what was the reaction, Dave? Yeah, and um, yeah, you just gutted for all the young people in the sport, just all the uncertainty for them, and yeah, I, I was thinking later about um, what the end time bosses were thinking when when they heard the report from the minister. <clears throat> I'm sure they wouldn't be happy about one of the three codes being closed down. I think that's a I think that's a fair call too. I, I really do because um, the greyhound industry is responsible for a hell of a lot of turnover. I think upwards of a billion dollars. Um, I think was the last figure I heard. So you don't when you're in, wanting to enter into an arrangement, a brand new arrangement based around turnover, you don't want that to happen. We're talking somewhere between five hundred and a thousand people uh, as part of the industry um, that could be uh, could be put out of work. It's as simple as that. Yeah, no, no, definitely could possibly be more with all the other things involved. Yeah, no, it's, no, it's pretty unsettling, all right. Can we look at the, um, the areas, Dave, and uh, obviously uh, every kennel is, um, is individual in this regard, but specific in these areas, the, the areas that are regarded as slow, so there are 15 areas uh, that they wanted uh, the industry to take a very close look at and, and to have action at. One of them, the first one that they say is slow is injuries. Injuries continue to trend up with, um, and as the greyhound racing industry had a, an injury, injury reduction strategy based on rich analysis, but uh, yet to deliver improved outcomes. Uh, that's uh, category one. What do you make of that? Yeah, um, there's, there's definitely no more injuries than there was before. There's, um, there's injuries like there's serious injuries, and then 90% or less or more uh, just like minor ones like uh, sprains and bruises like all sportsmen get at some stage and 
three or four days treatment with um, we have lasers and ultrasound machines and massaging them and everything like that, and they're, they're perfectly fine. It's um, just uh, yeah, yeah. The, the serious ones, there's no more than there was before. I'm pretty sure there's actually less because of the money that I spent on the tracks lately, and it's definitely made a big improvement. Well, that's saying, Dave, also one of the areas which is slow are track standards. An assessment of all tracks has been completed. The recent appointment of a racing safety and infrastructure manager is an important step, uh, but it's the, the greyhound industry has been slow to respond to track safety concerns. The industry must uh, respond in a timely way. Um, you're saying that track improvements have been made? Well, there's definitely... Um, Wanganui was one of the worst places, and I've spent... It was closed down for... Um, a year or two and 18 months, whatever it was. And um, since it's been back racing in the last, I think, about six weeks, it's been uh, definitely a big improvement. And and Auckland's had a lot of time spent on it, and they seem a lot better than they were as well. So I'm pretty sure, well, we've got a big meeting up there in the next two weeks at Auckland and then one at Wanganui, and I'll definitely no worries about putting my dogs around there. Area three, licensed persons and greyhound registrations, traceability in the industry is a challenge. They're saying uh, greyhound racing intends to introduce a rule removing the requirement for air branding in early 2023. Vaccinations for racing greyhounds has progressed well with further work required for non-racing greyhounds. Um, in terms of um, the licensing and that, that, that kind of thing, what are the issues you think around there? The um, vaccinations were, yeah. We, they're getting done every year, every dog. We've just we got a few getting done this afternoon. In the past, there was hardly, you know, it was pretty, there was no, um, they weren't worried about it too much, but most trainers did it anyway. But now we're, everyone's, I'm just, I just don't understand, it's, everyone's getting everything vaccinated and, yeah. It's just so, not, so uh, when we, it's just not wrong. We, we, when we look at this, uh, Dave, obviously um, you're, you're looking at, at your very sizable, your very sizable kennel as such. How often, how often do you get visited? Do you get inspected in terms of your facilities, um, your practice uh, in these areas we're talking about? Um, they just started like 18 months ago. They've um, we've had two two visits inspected our kennels and um, we've given re- report on every one. I think they've been just about around every kennel in New Zealand in the last 18 months, at least once. And uh, there's pretty nitpicky things they're looking at, which, um, yeah, I think common sense should prevail in half the cases. Minister for Racing acknowledged is that it's only a very micro portion of the industry that's letting people like yourself and your colleagues down. Is the are the stakeholders and the trainers and yourself are you aware of? instances of people letting everyone else down and is that extremely frustrating? It is really minor um, like, like in any sport any industry there's um, there's always the odd one or two but if you, people just love their greyhounds if you if, if they spent you know time around the kennel and they just realise what beautiful animals they are and how well they're cared for um, I'm sure they'd realise that yeah what a great industry animal they are and how lovely they are to work with. 
So, Dave, in terms of retirement of greyhounds, they finished racing and then the, the adoption policy, which seems to be one of the other issues that they're, they're looking at. How, do, how does this happen? How do, what's the transition from racing to adoption and what, what's the process there? It usually takes like uh, six months, around six months at the moment. During COVID, they're um, going through really quick. But um, the six months and... Um, the ones we have at home before they go, and we try and do as much as we can. And it, it, sometimes within a few days, they um, we bring them inside, and they're on the couch, and they're um, happy as Larry. It doesn't take long at all. It's just um, and the the most wonderful pitch you can get. So um, it is a bit slow at the moment, um, the process, but uh, it's definitely uh, working. Dave, you're obviously very accomplished um, and a proven performer, but there's always people coming in uh, into the industry which uh, they have to get up to speed and get up to standard, obviously, because they're being monitored. And that, of course, is one of the other areas they're looking at is slow, the inform and educate the industry. This is a long-standing issue for which progress remains, remains slow. There is a commitment to prioritise prioritize this in 2023, linking awareness of standards and rules to relicensing. So... Uh, where do you stand on uh, on where that issue is? Relicensing. Um, do you mean? Yeah, well, it, uh, it's under the headline of education. Uh, inform and educate the industry. In other words, make everyone uh, absolutely aware oh, of uh, have, what is going um, on. Have, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're having work, workshops and um, quite regularly with the rule changes and uh, what's expected of everyone. There was, um, there's like, seems to be one every, at least every six months, maybe less than that. Well, it's, it's actually um, an interesting point, Dave, because I just, yesterday I heard they were even running education um, workshops very, very recently, and I guess it's worth pointing out that this report, because of the cyclo- Cyclone Gabrielle, it was kind of slowed down, and it was actually from December. So I guess it's, it's probably worth asking you, it's like this year alone, in the last five months, have you seen urgency from administrators, and is there more being done actively? Oh, definitely, yeah. There's, um, there's, there's, one, there's one in the next week or two down here. So, um, And there, I'm, there was definitely been one... And three months ago at Christchurch, and there was we went right around the country. So um, yeah, it's definitely not up to date. The report, it's old news, most of it. Yes, well, and, and I mean, then I, since then, I... well, the tracks have been reopened at um, Wanganui, and um, work a lot of work done at Auckland. It was closed down for a while and sorted out. And... I sense that there was probably a little bit of frustration from Greyhound Racing New Zealand about some of the things that were in that report because as you said maybe some of it was slightly old news and they had worked on it but obviously it still needs to be addressed I mean the actual people running the sport and running the industry at the moment is it as good as it has been or are you as a you know a leading trainer concerned about the people that are making changes or are you confident that you've got the right people in the right positions I'm confident we've got great people there and they're just um, hitting the head against a brick wall I think uh, yeah the I uh, I uh, uh, be uh, they're the most difficult ones in this situation. So, Dave, what would you you um, obviously that you you feel um, there's a bias against um, the industry as such? You're almost as you say hitting your head against a um, a brick wall. So, what's your message to those who can't get their head around what you do and uh, it seems will uh, 
will be forever reluctant to support the industry as such. Um, what would, if you had a message to them, what would it be? Well, I just think that um, um, we're doing we're doing as much as we can, and um, that the animals are well cared for, and any yeah, they just I just don't understand the that, the flack we're getting. It's um, yeah from five years ago to today it's just um different world what we yeah everything's as far as i'm concerned um we're doing a fine job and um i'm pretty happy with everything actually okay well uh, david obviously you're, you're very disheartened and i can understand i can hear in your voice you're disappointed and actually bamboozled by some of this uh, these comments that are coming uh, and aimed at the industry so uh, we'll continue to uh, uh, look into this as well because, uh, as you say, it's a massive part of the industry. In fact, from a business point of view, I've just had a text coming in, so it's the second largest domestic turnover, greater than Harness. So uh, that's what uh, w- that's what we're hearing. So the ramifications are huge here. Yes, they are, yeah. Okay, Dave, uh, you've got uh, plenty in today, plenty of work to do. I noticed you've got about 13 in today at uh, Addington, so uh, we'll let you go and uh, we'll... We've heard your concerns um, as one of the leading trainers in the country, so we'll we'll monitor that as well um, and uh, keep the situation up to date. Uh, Dave Fahey, thank you very much for your time this morning. Thanks, guys. Thanks.